Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Go from dragging yourself to work each day to finding a job you love. The Career Spring program is for high-achieving and ambitious mid-level professionals like you who are looking for a job that uses your zone of genius, recognizes your value, and pays you what you're worth. If you're ready to learn more, schedule a complimentary consult using the link to my calendar in the show notes. Be sure to follow me on Exclusive Career Coaching on Facebook, Lisa Edwards on LinkedIn, and Lisa.Edwards on Instagram. Greetings. How's it going? How's your February treating you? I hope that (laughs) spring is around the corner for you. I'm laughing because I know for many of you it's not. I'm sorry. As I record this today, it's uh, going to be a lovely 70 degree day here in in Tallahassee, Florida. But I know that many parts of, (laughs) of the country aren't enjoying that. Hey, today I want to talk about following up after a job interview. I get a lot of questions about this topic from clients, from people who just reach out to me. And today I want to give the ABCs, if you will, of interview follow-up, as well as some creative options, because sometimes creativity is appropriate and creativity is very situational depending on your field that you're in the kind of industry that you work in so creative can look like very different things but I want to give you some ideas not only on that immediate follow-up which we're going to talk about but also ongoing staying in touch with a an employer that you've had an interview with prior to the decision so first let's have the basics for thanking the interview interviewer interviewers and others who had a hand in your interview. So this is something you want to do, number one, within 24 hours of the interview and preferably sooner. My recommendation is if it's a morning interview, go home that afternoon and write your thank you. If it if the interview goes up until five, you know, you could choose to write it that night or you could write it first thing in the morning. So that's number one, follow up within 24 hours or sooner. Number two, consider the audience. So generally, and this has been, this was a tough one for me to change my mind on, but email interview thank yous are generally going to be the best because they're going to get to the recipient more quickly. A lot of times that's the information that you have, maybe from their business card, you have an email address. But if you've been interacting with someone who doesn't appear to be, maybe they're older or they just don't love emails, maybe a snail mail thank you note is appropriate. So really think about the individual. And certainly when you're following up with a company and let's say you've had several interviewers, there was someone who shepherded you through the interview process and you're wanting to thank all of these people, you don't have to use the same method with all of them. You can be situational and specific and thank them in a way that seems most appropriate for each individual. So consider the audience as number two. Number three, when in doubt, thank you. Thank. I get a lot of questions about this. Should I thank so-and-so? I had an interview and this person did X, but they weren't in the interview. Here's my response is no one is ever going to be like, well, we wanted to hire her. And then she sent us a thank you note. And now we don't want to hire her. So that at worst, it's going to be a neutral and it could very well be a positive. 
So if there's a secretary involved who scheduled your interview, maybe a person that kind of impromptu spent time with you, maybe you were passing in the hall and they had a moment to chat with you, if you can get that person's contact information, what's the harm in sending them a brief, appropriate thank you note? So that's number three, when in doubt, thank. Number four, as I've kind of alluded to, collect business cards or contact info. So obviously you're not going to be getting business cards from people if you have a Zoom interview, but make sure that you get their their contact information. At minimum, you should be able to find them on LinkedIn and you can send them a thank you through there, even if you didn't get catch their email address or, I don't know, wrote it down improperly or something like that. But specific, ideally, best case scenario, you get their business card, you know that way, how their name is spelled, their correct title, you have their email address, all of that. So that's number four, collect business cards or contact information. Number five, as you write this thank you note, remind them of what they really seem to like about you. And remember, they're in the show notes, this information. So if you would like to look at how I expressed these different thank you examples that I'm going to be talking about, you are welcome to open up the show notes and grab this content and you can copy it. So here's an example. Diane. Thank you so much for the on-site interview yesterday. I was particularly interested by ABC's obvious commitment to the health and wellness of its employees. No wonder your turnover is so low, exclamation point. Next paragraph. It seems like my experience at XYZ in digital marketing makes me a strong candidate for the role of marketing director. And I welcome the opportunity to leverage my knowledge in, here's an example, building brand reputation via a wide range of social media sites. Next paragraph. As I mentioned in the interview, I will reach out at the end of next week to see where you're at with the hiring process. In the meantime, let me know if you have any follow-up questions for me, exclamation point, with gratitude, name. Now, notice what I did there. I highlighted the thing that the interviewer seemed to be really interested in in the interview, and that was the building brand reputation via a wide range of social media sites. So for this particular company, they were interested in this candidate's breadth more so than having a depth of knowledge in, say, Instagram or Twitter or something like that. And so that's what we want to bring up in that message, what it was that they seemed to be impressed by about you. So those are your points for immediately after for that thank you note. Now that we've covered that, Let's talk about continuing to stay in touch between your interviews and the hiring decisions. I get, again, a lot of questions about this. Number one, I want you to make a plan and schedule it in. And what I mean by schedule it in is put notes on your calendar or whatever system you are using to keep track of your job search. The cadence of your plan is going to be largely determined by what the interviewer told you at the end of your interview as to the next steps. So, and I've talked about this when I've talked about what to, how to close an interview, you always want to ask what are the, what are the next steps in the hiring process before you leave the room, whether that's an actual room that you're in or a virtual room, so that you know what to expect. And, and that's going to give you an idea of how quickly things are expected to move. Notice I use the word expected because we all know that it doesn't always go according to plan. The idea here is that if the hiring decision seems to going to be happening fairly quickly, 
then you might want to have weekly check-ins. So you might want to schedule yourself to reach out to your contact person every week. Otherwise, maybe every every two weeks. If it's more of a long-term thing, so maybe you've had an informational interview with someone, it's not an immediate opening, but you, you so it hasn't been an actual job interview, but you do see potential down the, the line at that person's company or whatever the situation may be, you may want to reach out to them monthly or every other month just to keep the lines of communication open. But in general, weekly or every other week is, is an appropriate cadence. So that's number one. Number two, look for opportunities to add value. You know, the, the common kind of way of following up is every week or so you reach out to your contact person and say, I'm still here. And that doesn't resonate, of course, with the recruiter or whoever it is. It's not adding any value, certainly. So look for other ways to provide value to your contact person. So this could be a positive article about the company that you read recently. And I'm going to give you a, a format for how to send this, how to email this information to them. It, the important thing here is when you're sending them something about their company or about your contact person individually, you don't want it to sound like they didn't see it. You want to, you're kind of working under the assumption that they've probably seen it and you're just acknowledging that you also saw it and kudos to you. You're forwarding it so that in case they didn't see it by chance, they will now have seen it. So this could be a positive article about the company, something positive about your contact person. So maybe they got an award or some other kind of recognition that was shown in a, some sort of publication or something about the industry. So this is this is a little bit different because they may not have seen this. But hey, I, I didn't know if you saw what your competitor, a XYZ company is doing, but I thought this was interesting and I would send it to you. And you want to make sure that this is stuff that's legitimately interesting to you and you see a potential for it being interesting to your contact person. You don't want to just fill up their inbox with random stuff, right? So here's an example of how your email message could read when you are sending them this kind of information. Diane, greetings. I just saw this article about ABC's award for its employee health and wellness program. Kudos, exclamation point. I can certainly see why you were recognized for your initiatives around weight loss and smoking sensation. Great job. New paragraph. As an update, I have had interviews recently with three great organizations and second interviews with two other companies. I hope to hear that I have moved on to the second round of interviews with ABC soon. And then you sign off. Now, packed with cool stuff. So let's kind of break that down. First of all, how did I introduce this information I saw about ABC? Greetings, I just saw this article about ABC's award for its employee health and wellness program. Kudos. Didn't say, hey, in case you didn't see this. And I didn't present it as new information, just as it was exciting to me and I wanted to pass it on. And then notice that I also commented on it. I can certainly see why you were recognized for your initiatives around weight loss and smoking sensation. Great job. Now, remember, this is the same person that I wrote that initial message about, and you were, as the candidate in that message, really impressed by their health and wellness program. Now, it could be because, A, that health and wellness program is nationally recognized. It's just a big deal for the company. 
It could be B, because the work that you want to do is related to that thing. So in this case, this person was applying for a marketing job, but perhaps it was an internal comm job. It perhaps, you know, so you would be communicating about this health and wellness program. Perhaps it is an HR position where you would be selling the benefits of this health and wellness program to prospective candidates. So it could be related to the work that you're doing, or it could just be a really strong well-known and well-marketed feature of the company. Notice that in that email, after I said, hey, kudos on the on the recognition, I, I updated them. So I didn't just update them, right? I could have just sent them an email and said, I want to let you know, but I, I added value first. And then I said, as an update, I have had two interviews, I had interviews recently with three great organizations and second interviews with two other companies. And then I said, I hope to hear that I have moved on to the second round of interviews with ABC soon. I have not said, but I really want to work for ABC the most because then I lose my competitive advantage. If they know that I'm going to take their job, chances are I'm going to take their job no matter what, then they may lowball me on an offer or feel like they can take their time. So I want to let them know I'm still very interested in them and I am gettable, but I am not letting them know that they are my first choice, even if they are. All right, so now number three, let them know of other offers or close to offers. So in the previous email, it was an update, but now we have had some real activity. And here's how this might sound. Diane, greetings. I just received a written offer for a marketing director position at a CPG company. I have until date, whatever that is, to let them know my decision. I'm still extremely interested in the opportunity at ABC and wanted to know where things stand. I look forward to hearing from you, exclamation point. Now, here's the trick. I've given them enough information about this job offer so that they know that it's legit, right? I've told them that the company, it's a marketing director job. It's a CPG company, which for those of you who don't know, means consumer product goods. I have not told them anything about the name of the company that I would be working for. I have not told them anything about the salary or benefits or anything like that because I don't want to give away my competitive advantage. And I'm not giving them enough information that they could go through back channels and find that information, right? So once I tell them the name of the company, they may have a contact that they can go through back channels with to find out what's the job offer. So now all we have to do is offer them, you know, this person 5% more and we'll get them. We don't want to, we don't want to play that game. And also notice that I said I was still extremely interested in ABC. Again, not that ABC was my first choice and that's where I really want to work because I lose negotiation power. I lose my my leverage if I tell them that they're my first choice. So that's number three, let them know of other offers. Here's the way I like to think about this. I I like to think of it as, as I am a very valuable product right? And I'm on the market. I'm for sale. And this other company, ABC company, has expressed an interest in buying this product, me, and so has this consumer products good company. I want to be fair to everyone and myself in letting all of the players in this transaction know what's going on. I don't want to just take the job from the CPG company and not let ABC know because A, maybe I really prefer to work there and and they'll do what they can to get me, you know, an offer quickly if I 
let them know that time is of the essence. And I also become more valuable when there are multiple players who are looking for me. Typically what happens when you send out this kind of communication or even if you call to say, hey, I've got this other offer, I wanted to let you know, is it tends to go in one of two directions. They either say, it sounds like you should take that other offer. I wish you the best, which means you're not still being seriously considered or due to circumstances that no one has any control over the the process at the at ABC is not moving quickly enough for you to, you know, really hold up on another job offer to wait on them. Or they're going to say, let me see what I can do. And this is going to kick them into high gear. They're going to go to whoever they need to go to. And they're going to say, hey, our number one candidate has got another job offer. We need to, you know, make a decision much quicker on this. And they're going to do what they can to get that offer to you. So that's number three. Let them know of other offers. Number four is notify them if you accept another offer. This is just good business etiquette. Even if they've been ghosting you, go through the motions. Even if you know pretty certainly that you are not still being considered and you're kind of miffed at them for having ghosted you, do the formality of saying, I just want to let you know I accepted another offer. I wish you the best in your efforts to find the right candidate for the position of blah, whatever it is. Now, let's talk about the creative follow-up pieces. And again, as I mentioned at the outset, what you do here is really dependent on the role you're applying for. Marketing roles, you get to be a lot more creative than, say, an accountant. And then also the industry. So a marketing person who's in a, a scientific company has a lot less latitude for true creativity than someone who wants to work in a marketing agency. And also your personality. So this really gets back to what is your brand, right? So if we've presented you, say you've been working with me and through the branding exercises that we've done, you very clearly are this person that does your job with with humor, with fun. You love to, you know, have, you know, relationships outside of work with your employees. You like to have that collegiality. You can let that show through in how you show up for these interview follow-ups. So you want to make sure that what you do, again, is on brand. Here's an example. I was recently working with a client who was applying for marketing jobs, and she was looking in her geographic area. She wanted to work on site. And so she was following up with interviews with a box of really nice quality chocolates and then a marketing style message. So they're very much on brand for her. Here are some other ideas. Now, what I mentioned a moment ago, for an accountant, you know, you're probably a pretty serious person and you may be working for a pretty serious company. So gimmicks aren't probably going to be the right approach. Creativity is probably, you know, when I when I always talk about creativity in the accounting profession, I mentioned Enron and we all know how that turned out not well, right? So probably you're going to stick to the basics. You're going to stick to what I've already talked about, a very linear, straightforward approach to follow up. You can still add the value, all of those things. If you're in sales, think about what you could create that further sells you to the company. How can you demonstrate your persistence and ambition? I am fascinated when I talk to sales candidates who talk about 
and and have questions for me about whether they should follow up on a you know a job interview or an interaction they've had with a potential employer I'm like you know hello they're looking for you to sell yourself to the company because you're going to be selling their product and they want to see how you show up so what can you do this is again going to be very situational what is the product that you would be selling what's the industry that you would be selling in What's your sales approach and your sales strengths and how can you leverage them in this thing that you do? If you're an operations director, so you're the ops guy, what could you develop for the company that addresses one of the operations related concerns that the company has? So you maybe learned about it during the interview. Now, you don't want to give them the entire solution that they can then co-op, not hire you, pass it on to the person they do select, but give them enough to see how your mind works, how your genius works. Get them also, I think, not for nothing. This also gets them thinking about you as being in the position, because when you're solving one of their problems, now you're behaving as if you are already employed by the company. And that's not a bad thing at all. And if the job you have applied for involves presentations, how about maybe creating a YouTube video where you're teaching them something specific to their company? Now, you may have had to do a presentation, very likely have had to do a presentation for the company. So how can you either piggyback on that and say, hey, I wanted to give you another point to follow up on my presentation, come at it from a different angle, teach them something entirely different. There's lots of ways that you could approach that, but it's just another data point they get to see you present in a different medium and maybe with a different topic for many positions a gift basket like the one that i talked about for my client can be appropriate you just want to make sure that you present it as a thank you for the interview process and not a thinly veiled you know bribe so you know it could be something like I was really struck by how, you know, you had X in the break room for your employees. And I thought they might like this brand of X, right? It's that kind of thing. Like, hey, you had you had fruit out. So here's a really nice high end fruit basket kind of thing. So hopefully with some of these ideas, I've gotten your juices flowing to think about ideas that you can come up with that are on brand and and appropriate for the industry that you want to work in. But I want my bottom line message here as I as I wrap this up to be you are wanting to add value as you go through this follow-up process and not just keep saying, "Hey, I'm still available. I'm still available. I'm, you know, have you picked anybody for the job?" blah blah because that gets old and they start to not open your emails and kind of avoid you altogether. So look for opportunities to be of value, to be of service in a way that is on brand for you, on brand for the company, on brand for your position, all of that. So I hope this has, again, gotten your juices flowing. And I'll talk to you next week. Take care. You've been listening to The Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach. So be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.